Hello and welcome back to Small Screens Film Club, the kind of film slash book club podcast, if that makes any sense, where we're talking about one movie in particular, and this mo- this week it'll be Fast and Furious 8. Dominic Toretto just turned on us. Well, 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 do you look at that? I don't know why he's doing this, but that wasn't Dom. She's the very definition of high-tech terrorism, and now she's working with your guy. I think I found my team. This should be interesting. Otherwise known as the Fate and the Furious, or God knows whatever. <laughs> Sometimes Fast Eight, Furious Eight. Who knows? But this week, my guest on on the show is Callum. Hello. How are you, Callum? I'm great, Ed. Thanks for inviting me. Well, <laughs> thank you for coming, and welcome <laughs> to the show. So Callum and I used to used to work together uh, way back when for a website called Melty. Ah, uh, Melty. Ah, uh, Melty. Melty, unfortunately, is. Has melted. Went into meltdown. It went into (laughs) went into meltdown. Um, But I wanted to do this with you in particular because I know that you're a big, big fan of pop culture in general. I've read Mm -hmm. lots of your uh, your articles on things like Arrow, The Flash, Star Wars, more recently. (laughs) And um, so I also thought it'd be a great idea to. Well, actually, it was your idea to do Fast and Furious Eight because you were going yeah, to see that. Yeah, because I've never seen any of them before, and I was like, "Why the hell not? I'm clearly the best person to do a podcast." <laughs> and I've this. I've seen all of them, um, not because I'm a massive fan of the franchise, just because I watch a lot of films. Something to do, yeah. and I do like Vin Diesel, and I watched the last one because of you know Paul Walker, and it was a quite. I'm actually surprised you didn't see it. It was quite a big deal when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I, I remember hearing um, about the circumstances of his yeah. death, um, but I never actually got around to and, seeing it. And and just hearing that they were going to do an eight, uh, you know, an eighth movie in the franchise, it actually made me think: Is this the right thing to do? Are they going to go into the right direction with it? Can they do it without Paul Walker? And that's just someone that's watched. See, I think this is a reason why I might be less critical of the yeah. film than others. Cause obviously, with fat, uh, fans of the series, they're looking at it. Um, so apparently is it Vin and Vin Diesel's and Paul's relationship that's like a central relationship in yeah, the series yeah. so obviously I had no knowledge of that whatsoever <laughs> yeah. so a lot of a lot of what happens in this film must have kind of flown over your head a bit um, a little bit I mean I know I knew obviously Jason Statham yeah. was a villain and I think I'd seen um, the ending of the one where Luke Evans yeah so that was uh, the one before that's that was six Fast and Furious 6 okay. um, yeah. and there's actually a lot of six that comes back in this movie which is, is quite interesting because I, I, I watched it with my girlfriend who hadn't watched any of them before either. And there's one point in the film where she just goes, who's this person that's just randomly turned up? And as I was, th- well, I was whilst watching the film, I was thinking, well, what would someone like Callum make of this who hasn't seen the previous movies either? Does it make sense? Does the whole plot make sense? I mean... What what particular moment was this? So like, well, uh, because we're this is like a book club, we're yeah. kind of going to spoil the film. So if you haven't seen the film yet, maybe listen to this one. You know, have seen the film. <laughs> but that's that's the general, you know, the general rule with this podcast anyway. Um, so basically, I'm talking about um, when the whole mystery around why has Vin Vin Diesel, uh, Vin Diesel's character who off the top of, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Toretto, Don Toretto. Toretto, Toretto. Yeah, yeah. As this is we someone that's watched all the movies. <laughs> why, why has Don Toretto turned on his team? You know, he's, ah, which is so okay. important to him. So this is when like he finally see why his yeah turns, exactly. And you see his and you could you could cut you. I mean, I spotted this coming a mile off that 
I mean, I'm going to spoil it, that it's to do with the child mm. because it's kind of, you know, there's almost like great big... At one point, there's like a great big sign going, Ch- children, children, this is... This is <laughs> you know, family, wink, nod, nod, wink, wink, you know, and it's... Um, I, I, have to, I have to say, for me, I, I wasn't very surprised. I thought I was... Yeah, it's, it's obvious, but um, they brought in a character from Fast and Furious 7... Uh, Fast and Furious 6, sorry, who kind of he, Don Toretto, had a bit of a thing with, but then realised that Michelle Rodriguez's character wasn't dead anymore. <laughs> and it, it's, all, it's all absolutely ridiculous. But you kind of... I mean, I just went along with it, really. I went along with it for the ride. Yeah, I just sort of um, put the pieces yeah. together when yeah. I saw it. I, f- I think she was the... Was she a cop? They walked off with so, uh, the so Rocks she, character she was, in six. Yes, so she is. Yeah, she's a policewoman that uh, works works with the Rocks character Hobbs, and um, she kind of has. She's like yeah, she's like a secondary character in 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 one of the movies, and they brought they brought her back, and obviously because she's a secondary character, she's yeah. not, obviously not going to last very long. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was interest it was interesting. It, honestly, Vin like Vin Diesel's whole arc to me. His his character's arc wasn't the most interesting part of this film. For okay. me, it was all about the relationship between Jason Statham and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Their characters together, they're brilliant on screen together. They were. I would say it's probably the opposite for me though, just because um, I think, as it always does, having that child there, sort of the stakes of like losing yeah. the child, added a real emotional anchor to the film mm. for me. Um, because when when Sophie said, "Shall we go watch Fast and Furious and then review it?" Um, I was thinking, well, it's I think Tokyo Dress is like it's cars, there's some explosions. Yeah. It's just like a popcorn movie with no character, which is why I was really surprised. Um, it's a lot more focus on family, has a lot more character than yeah. I thought it had. Um, so when I sort of saw that there's like the risk of like losing the baby or whatever, um, I found that quite intriguing. It's a lot more yeah. than I expected from the film. So I felt I probably was more invested in that arc for that no, reason. That, that, no, I would say I would certainly agree with that to a point because um, the thing that I I was thinking whilst watching the film was that Dominic Toretto's character has never been more interesting than this. Mm. Um, is there, there's a whole mystery around it, but also you're seeing a different side to him. More, more like it's more the return of Dominic Toretto of old from the first films, where he is just a criminal, mm. um, and then he becomes much more kind of religious and family orientated and. And it, he, you know, he, he's still the same character, but it's 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 interesting to kind of play with that duality. Yeah. Of uh, and, and watching, I, I will watch Vin Diesel in anything. You know, I have you seen the pacifier. Best I have seen Vin the Diesel. pacifier. <laughs> and I would, I, I've watched. Uh, I haven't watched the last the new Triple X movie, that that he kind of that the whole thing Zander Cage is back. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, I watched all the Riddick films and I love them. I've watched all these um, Fast and Furious films. But I have to say that this franchise is now, for me, being held together by The Rock, mm. by Dwayne Johnson, because this film, I think, has had, hands down, the best scene out of any Fast and Furious movie ever, mm. which, is Dom, uh, which is Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing the hacker with a bunch <laughs> of small girls <laughs> on a football pitch. I thought that was incredible. I was like... Uh, once I saw that, I was like, "This film is won me over." Yeah. This film, seeing him do things like that, he he's so funny. And 
I've got to say, if I used to play rugby, and if I ever came up against him on a rugby pitch, I think I would do what one of the girls did from the opposing <laughs> side and just be like, I'm not playing, I'm sorry. No, you can't blame her, can you? <laughs> no, I thought I really, I really was very, very impressed. And it's, I suppose it's kind of saddening to hear that Vin Diesel and The Rock had a bit of a falling out in this film. And um, you were talking before before we, we recorded, you were talking about how uh, they were gonna they're gonna do a spin-off movie yeah. um, with the with Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham's characters, which is obvious. I mean, when you when you watch the film, it's obvious that, that this should happen. Mm. It's more also more money, but apparently um, there was going to be a post credit scene. Yeah, I heard about that. And they cut it. Well, it's meant to set up the yeah. spin-off film, wasn't it? Um, and then. So Vin Diesel didn't know about it, and a producer didn't want to tell him because he knew of the feud. And mm. then obviously when he found out, he sort of was like, it, "Nope." It doesn't look very good for Vin Diesel, I have to say, because it's really weird. He seems like such a nice guy in interviews, <laughs> and I know you can sort of put on that persona, but like um, for some huge action star, he's sort of like one of those geeky guys played Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, yeah, which yeah. is great. And he seems he even um, made a film about Dungeons yeah, and Dragons, with, um, and he or seems to like. He just seems like a really friendly guy. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I would like to know what happened on set because there was a big bust-up between the two of them. I think it was in the last film. Uh, or may- maybe this one, actually. But um, I, don't, I don't know because you can kind of also see it in, in the movie because Vin Diesel, you know, Dominic Toretto's story arc is, is kind of separate to that of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, yeah. But he's doing his own thing. Like Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is, is you know, breaking out of prison with Jason Statham and there's that whole arc and he also he almost becomes the new the new leader of the team yeah. to, to a certain extent I mean he kind of does uh, you got you got Mr. Nobody that's kind of in the background telling them what to do and by the way Kurt Russell I will watch anything with Kurt Russell in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, lo- I loved him in this, in oh, this film in a, as well as he's in Guardians isn't he? he is he's going to be in Guardians volume 2 no spoilers playing what role? Oh, everyone knows what, which role he's well. playing <laughs> everyone knows I mean <laughs> But yeah, and, and then you've got Dominic Toretto on the other side that's um, playing, you know, most of his scenes are with Cypher, who is be- played by Charlize Theron, mm. who is basically a, she's like a Bond villain really, isn't she? Isn't yeah, she? I, did, I did get that sort of vibe from her. Mm. Um. <laughs> so we've got a mad cat running around. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, so what, one thing I was a bit disappointed by was not actually getting to see Charlize Theron in the car. After having seen her in Mad Max, I thought they would have gone down that road. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it is weird as it is a Fast and Furious film, yeah. but I suppose, going back to my earlier point on how it's more than just a car film, yeah, exactly, I think the yeah. franchise has just sort of evolved beyond that. Obviously, yeah. you've got fast cars because sort of some globe-trotting mm. adventure, but I think it definitely is more about the characters now and the mm. bonds between well, them. They're, they're basically superheroes, aren't they, now? So it's like the stuff they're doing, you've got, you're, you know, you've got Dwayne Johnson surfing on ice, um, literally taking a, 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 a bomb and, and throwing it. Into, you know, it's, it's utterly ridiculous what's happening. So would you call the uh, submarine jumping through the ice, the uh, Fast and Furious' jump the shark moment, <laughs> as it were? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> but... Uh, no, I mean it has it has gone down that route now, and it's been it's been going that way since Fast Five. Ever since actually, uh, Dwayne Johnson joined uh, joined the franchise, and um, it's now I'm not I will not 
be surprised if, like, the, let's say Fast and Furious 10, or whatever they'll call it, the Fate and the Furious 10, um, if that ends up in space, because that's it really seems like that's the way they're going now with these these films. I mean, I, I mean, think thinking into space would be a bit too far, but, I mean, it's, as ridiculous as it was, I enjoyed watching it, you know? Yeah, sort yeah. of, um, you don't go to Fast and Furious to watch a... Re- like a Christopher Nolan movie mm, no, or anything no. like that um, it's just popcorn spectacle and, yeah. and that's what people pay for but uh, having seen uh, me personally having seen all of the films before this is definitely for me this was the funniest out of all the Fast and Furious films yeah. I was definitely laughing more than I have done in any other I mean I don't know for you did you find it quite a funny film yeah there's um. There's a particular character that I found really fun. I can't remember his name. I'm very quickly <laughs> totally not wicking it right now. Um, oh, is it, uh, is it a Roman? It might be Roman, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. No, I think it is Roman. He had some very nice one-liners. Yeah, he always... He's the, the goofy the goofy one. The, yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that no one really knows why he's part of the team. And he's constantly referred to as... Uh, you know, oh, was it oh, number 11? Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, he's number yeah, 11 on the Interpol yeah, yeah. most wanted his list. One. Although I think they kind of came... That, that came out of... That that wasn't a thing. I don't think any of them were actually on Interpol's most wanted. I yeah, think that was just yeah. Mr. Nobody appealing to Roman's kind of sense of. <laughs> I don't even know. He's just trying to make him feel like he should be part of this team so that he can go go up the ranks. Yeah, a bit. yeah. But um, there, okay. I ask all of my guests on this uh, on this show three questions about the film. Okay. So the first one is going to be: How did this film make you feel? It's very. We're going into very kind of Werner Herzog territory. How did the film make? Man, feel? it's a deep question. I know. For, uh, <laughs> six o'clock in the evening. I had, <laughs> had prepared for this. Um. I think. I just came out have uh, you know feeling like I've had a really good time. Yeah. Like. It's still not comparable to I think the best cinema experience I've ever had was when I went to see the Avengers in the mm. cinema. And obviously mm. it's the first time I was here as United. I came out of that like, I never thought I'd see anything like that on the cinema. Um, but as I said, because I had so, such low expectations for the film, I just came out like, oh, I only paid like six quid for that. Yeah. That was bargain. Yeah. I, I definitely didn't Money come out of the film thinking <laughs> I've only paid six quid for this. Because I, I mean, yeah, no, you... Oh, how much did you spend it? Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I, I had... Because I hadn't seen it yet, and the only... Literally the only uh, screening in in and around the London area that I could get to from work um, <laughs> that was at nine o'clock, which <laughs> was at the Empire in Leicester Square, and of course in IMAX, which then means I mean I love watching things in IMAX. I've actually oddly enough I think I've seen uh, the last three Fast and Furious films in IMAX, which I don't I haven't purposely done that. It's just kind of happened, um, and and I wouldn't say it. it I wouldn't say it's better in IMAX. It's um, is IMAX always in three D or is no it, no 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 you get two D IMAX. No no, you have two D IMAX, and to be honest, I, you don't get me started on three D because uh, I don't think three D should exist. Um, it I think it's horrible, but watching something in IMAX is far more enjoyable than watching anything in three D. Although IMAX three D is interesting because um, I did watch uh, Doctor Strange and Gravity in IMAX three D, mm. and doc- they both incredible films yeah, in IMAX three yeah. D. Um, but it, I, I think I'd, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I think for, for me, I, I, I came out of this film um, 
thinking that it it was the fun, definitely the funniest film. I, I felt kind of elated after having seen it. I wanted to talk about it, and I wanted to, and I, and I just remember having a really really good time. Yeah. And um and and I don't really understand why so many people took against it because, I mean how how can't you you there's literally everybody in in the in in the cinema was entertained. Everyone was laughing. Everyone was having a good time. I've heard lots of people say negative things about this film, and and I think. You've got to kind of get over kind of the fact that Fast and Furious was originally kind of this B movie, uh, gritty. Well, not gritty, but yeah, just a car, a car flick, really. Mm. Just fast cars and girls' bums. Really, that was all it was. About. I mean, they still are fast cars. Yeah, I didn't, and I girls didn't miss that. Very particular <laughs> beginning. I was like, yeah. okay, this is the sort of film this is. Uh, yeah, there's um, yeah, there still is that. There will always be that in the Fast and Furious film, but they've gone far beyond that now. Mm. Um, yeah, so. The second question, <laughs> there are three. It's so the second, the second question is, uh, who stood out for you? Now this could be st- standing out in a good way or in a bad way. So I said, like um, Roman was definitely the funniest character yeah. I found. Um, and again, I'd have to going back to you saying this is for you. This is like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone up. will know who stood out for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, I, I get a complete opposite, like yeah. Dom Toretto for me. Um, so Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, so obviously I hadn't seen how he acted with the team. All I knew is just sort of like he'd betrayed the team. So I didn't really see the baby twist coming. Yeah. Um, just because I presumed, oh, he's just been blackmailed like hmm. any other person. Um, and in particular, um, the relationship between him and his, is it his wife? I can't yeah, remember her name. Yeah, well, uh, um, her Michelle Rodriguez's character, yeah. yeah. Uh, her character, um just seeing the way they interacted Letty um, Letty, Letty. So. seeing the way yeah. that Letty and Toretto interacted um, following Dom's betrayal yeah. I just found really interesting and compelling I have to say I thought he was forgiven far too quickly <laughs> it's like he saves them and then they're like oh it's fine everything's going you know I think everyone knows I mean for, for me it was just it was all about two char- you know, two characters in particular of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's uh, character, but also, I think uh, uh, Jason Statham was—he uh, had a fantastic scene in the airplane with the baby, oh, where, that's he's, great. where yeah, he's yeah. having having to make sure that the baby doesn't get hit, which is what that again again hilarious scene because there's all this fighting going on, and actually the baby is was a fantastic actor. They <laughs> <laughs> they did a fantastic job at capturing. I don't know how they did it, but everything worked. It was really well edited. And yeah. um, I just love watching Jason Statham fight. I think he's got a, a really interesting way of, of fighting. The, guy, the guy's been you know, doing this for years, and he knows, he knows his craft. He knows what he's good at as well. And uh, I, really, I really look forward to seeing him and The Rock kind of get to do more stuff together in this spin-off franchise, even though it's, you know, it's just a way to get more money for Universal. Um, yeah. But it's st- I think it's a really good idea, and I think for someone that's been watching the franchise for a long time and also after the death of Paul Walker you wonder how are they going to get this this franchise how are they going to get anything more out of this um and and I think I think that that's the answer it's just going bigger <laughs> the rock's pretty big uh, and just more ridiculous and also I love the interplay between the two there's a moment where the the rock his character says, 
you know, they're, they're, they're constantly, The Rock and Jason Satan's characters are constantly going at one another, you know, they're yeah. constantly having these little arguments and these, saying these ridiculous lines to one another. There was one where The Rock goes, I'm going to punch your teeth so far down your throat that you'll end up having to use a toothbrush, like, put a toothbrush up your bum to... Such a bit Yeah, this is, this yeah. is a, nice, a nice way of saying it. I'm trying not to swear. Um, but it is... And then, actually, Jason Statham laughs, and I honestly think that's just... He just laughed, yeah. and they kept that in, <laughs> because it was so ridiculous. But, uh, okay, so the, the, third, <laughs> the third question... So, backtracking a little bit there, um, yeah. just to tell you something to say about what yeah. you said. Um, so, you're saying about um, Jason Statham, such a good fighter. Mm. Um, I think the stunt choreography on the whole was really good in this film. Like, yeah, especially compared to other good. action films I've seen where uh, the camera cuts really quickly and you can barely see what's yeah. going on and it's yeah. really blurry. Everything looks so clean. Yeah, it um, really, yeah. And actually being able to see what's going on despite it being really fast. No, that's actually interesting because they, they, you do tend to get a lot of these action movies now that are quite frantically edited. Yeah, uh, and uh, it, it's difficult to. You're right. It is really difficult to kind of grasp what's happening, um, but I, I have to say this. I think it's just a thing in general. Ever since, um, so the last film. Oh, I'm forgetting names now. But the last film was directed by. Oh, I can't remember. He directed uh, Star Trek, the last Star Trek film. Oh, um, I can't. I really can't remember. Yeah, I can't. Think. This one was directed by a guy called <laughs> F. Gary Gray. So I thought I was what just I reading. Mean. I thought it was F. Gary Gary, but it's F. Gary Gray, and um, but they 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 know what they're doing. Uh, this guy directed the Italian Job remake. Mm. It's not a great film, but it's you know you can tell you can tell that he's uh, he's and he also he also directed Straight Outta Compton, which is a fantastic movie. I've never actually seen Straight Outta. It's Compton. really really good. But that's good. Though. But yeah, but they they definitely they definitely edit these films better than they did before, and um, they are. They're just more watchable, I think, than a lot of popcorn flicks that are coming out today. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, already I'm thinking back to last year, 2016, where I think I think the films that have come out this year, the big blockbusters that have come out this year, are already miles better than anything we had last year. If you think about it, we had Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad. I never actually saw Suicide Squad. Really? I remember. Um, <laughs> I think I remember seeing like I remember hearing you didn't like it. And I was like, and I saw a bunch of other reviews online. I was like, nah, I won't bother. It's not that I didn't like it. I, well, I didn't like it, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's also just I just felt that this movie was like a, a, a superhero movie that we had back in the eighties or no one nineties. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like or not eighties, like early two thousands. You know, there's kind of the Fantastic Four movies, and it's where. But and also I, I was going I was going to talk about editing because that film is edited within an inch of its life, and it's like cut 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 cut, and it just you can't keep track of what's going on. Mm. And um, here, there there's so much stuff that's going on in this in in uh, Fast and Furious Eight, but you kind of go with it and you kind of understand where it's going, what's happening, and okay, the rock is like. There, there are some quite low, uh, low shot angles of the rock just <laughs> picking anybody up and just throwing them miles. Yeah, that prison scene, yeah, where just yeah. like going for a casual like walk in the park. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's okay. So there's the 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 third and uh, final question I'll ask you is actually the hardest one. Okay. So I'm sorry about this. Okay. But um, I don't. You know, everybody likes to rate movies, don't they? Everyone seems to like to give numbers or letters or whatever. 
um, or tomatoes or, or you know whatever, whatever they do now on the internet. But um, I like I like to ask people if you could give if you could give a vocal like a noise to rate this movie, what would this noise be? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like pauses for ages, going, I don't know what to do with this, but it's an interesting one. I think I'll go with something like. Damn! Like, you know, it's like... That's... Uh, that's <laughs> your, your girlfriend in the back of the Yeah, it's like, what is he doing? I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> that, no, that's good, because you just, you just went with it. And that... that no, that, I think that really, really... I think for... I would go for something similar, but I'm, I'm not going to, because I'm going to try and come up with my own one. And I think mine would just... <laughs> I, w- I wanted to do... So, I don't know. He doesn't... The Rock doesn't really do anything that... Like, say anything, but... Actually, does kind of say that, so I'm just gonna go. <laughs> it's a manly film, so it's like a. <laughs> does that? Is, uh, yeah, every, yeah, no, no, I, I, think, I think that was all right. I, 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 I think it's. I, I think thinking, it's yeah. more interesting doing that than giving a film like a, pff, I don't know, an A or an eight out of ten or you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's just because it's more about it's more about a feeling. I think when you come out of a film, it's more about a feeling than anything else, and uh, that's that's how I felt. I felt it was quite a testosterone-fueled movie and um, and they all are but this one more than any, any other has definitely I think it's raised the bar quite significantly for the franchise and I really yeah. really enjoyed it like controversial opinion here I enjoyed that more than Mad Max really? yeah oh that I, I would not agree with you <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no well yeah okay just, just just in terms of character I yeah, think yeah. Um, well Mad Max doesn't yeah I have to admit Mad Max doesn't really have any Mad, Mad Max himself doesn't really have a character in that film. He's just a bit of a, a bit of a, kind of a, a, a empty vessel. Yes. <laughs> really. Whereas it's all about uh, it's all it's all about um, Charlize Theron's character mm. in that. And here, here she definitely plays. I think a a really interesting villain. Although I didn't really understand her motives behind wanting to get nuclear codes. I mean, it just seemed to be that. Dom had screwed over her past two teams, yeah. so she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make you screw over your own team." I s- yeah, I suppose he sh- like he, a, she went on about accountability thing. at one at one point, yeah. and I was thinking it, it made it made sort of think like a higher sort of message, didn't it? Like yeah. a really meaningful quest, but mm. nah, it's revenge. Yeah, didn't <laughs> yeah, revenge. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anyway. Villain. I mean, it's not really about the fi- the the villain in it. Although I lo- I do think Charlize Theron is great in it, and her her hair. Is is pretty incredible in this movie. <laughs> My girlfriend was definitely pointing out her hair. She liked her hair, but uh, I, I I mean it, I think I think we both enjoyed it. You enjoyed yeah, it yeah, probably a bit it, yeah. more than I did. Um, I I thought it was a great a great blockbuster. I'm not going to say it's better than Mad Max because Mad Max is uh, for me one of the best blockbusters ever made. And that, I don't like hyperbole, but I really do think I, I, don't, I don't like hyperbole. I've been doing that all the, you know throughout this whole podcast, saying it's the best in the franchise. But <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, as as for, as Fast and Furious movies go, I think it's it's definitely up there. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you very much for joining me on uh, this week, Callum. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, it's been lovely talking to you about uh, fast cars and women's bums. Excellent. <laughs> anyway. Uh, if you uh, hopefully I think we'll be back next week with um, another guest uh, Callum you're welcome back anytime uh, I know turn up your house let's tell you everyone it's a podcast exactly I, mean, I, know, I know we've got we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 coming up so we might do that I don't know but I think people might get a bit annoyed if we start spoiling that one 
Yeah, I think that's uh, <laughs> there might be it might be one way you sort of do a podcast in Guardians like maybe a month, maybe not that long, <laughs> maybe but like a year. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not something you'd spoil as soon as yeah. you see it. Yeah. Okay. Enough. Well, um, for all things like you know movie related, uh, I try. Uh, Callum writes for the blog as well for small screen, so. Sometimes he, he chips in with a couple of uh, arrow pieces or flash pieces, so stuff on, on the CW TV universe as well. We're trying to do more video games, but at the moment it's just <laughs> Callum and I, so it's a bit difficult. Uh, but, you know, for all kind of pop culture stuff, Small Screen does have some stuff there. I try and put stuff on, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter. I don't have Instagram, I don't bother with that. Um, and yeah, so next week we'll be talking about something else with someone else. We don't know <laughs> what it'll be next, but uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.